Take three. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jock Talk podcast with Ty and Cricket. Cricket will give us our rundown if our equipment decides to cooperate. It looks like it is. I hope. I hope. Okay. It's still better, running. Better. All right. First, we have current events for y'all. Tyler, you're going to talk about the NBA. Something yeah. I know a lot about. No. The minimal amount that you can know about the yeah. NBA is how much cricket knows. That's exactly how much I know. Actually, I think I impressed you with how much I knew about the Dallas Mavericks. You did? Yeah, yeah, that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to talk about um, Fabletics and some new partnerships that I just wanted to talk about with my friend here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I also got, a, yesterday I got a call out for, they're looking for fit ladies for their next shoot. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I never can go. That stuff's always during... I'm like, how do people go to these things that have they, jobs? They don't have jobs. <laughs> That's the like, key. Yeah, it's on Wednesday and Thursday um, uh, between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean... When I have to go earn money. Yeah, that's when. All right. And then we have some facts for you. Some frequently asked questions, yes. FAQs, mm-hmm. such as how do I lose X amount of pounds in Y amount of time? Mm-hmm. How do you define success, Tyler, like about health and fitness? Mm-hmm. How unusual is it for a trainer to touch a client at the gym? Yes. And what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are my strengths and weaknesses? I'll like lean you more towards athletically and gym okay. wise. All right. Myth busting today at the end will round it up. Women need different exercises than men do. Absolutely not. Well, you can't tell them at the beginning oh, shit, and stop. have a little respect for stop the jocks. My catchphrases. All the catchphrases. All right. So I'm starting this thing. Okay. I'm not even gonna let you hand it off to me. <laughs> We're talking about Juneteenth. Uh, we are. Yeah. Today is. Uh, no, yesterday was Juneteenth, June nineteenth. Uh, so you know, because I personally didn't know anything about Juneteenth, I feel like it was not really mentioned much as a holiday until like the last couple of years. And this year, I decided to go ahead and look into it and you know learn about it. And I have a closer connection to Juneteenth than I initially realized. Really, Juneteenth is the oldest known celebration. Honoring the end of slavery in the United States on June 19, 1865, Union General Gordon Granger led thousands, thousands of federal troops to Galveston, Texas. Mm. Galveston, Texas. I know. I'm here. Okay. Ga- There's a lot of interesting stuff about Galveston, Texas. Is there? The Great Storm of 1920, I want to say. Galveston was going to be lar- one of the the most important cities in America. Really? They were shaping up to be. If you notice, most of the major cities you can think of are near water because shipping-wise, they had first access to everything. Products and goods. Right? So cities near the water usually did the best. Galveston is right on the water. That's still Um, the case with largest cities. Yeah. Right? It kind of just stuck. Okay. You don't even have alcohol and you're still tripping all over. I got over. it. I got oh, it. Have mercy. So uh, the first black heavyweight champion was from Galveston, Texas. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. I'm interested. You have no, no respect. On June 19th, 1865, Union General Gordon Granger 
led thousands of federal troops to Galveston, Texas, to announce that the Civil War had ended and slaves had been freed. And the people rejoiced. Texas was the last state holding on to slavery. I I remember learning that in school, and then you just reminded me. That's sad. I was like, fuck. That is sad. That's embarrassing. Oh, my state. My state. Because they were going to become their own country, right? Yes, they were talking. They were like, yeah, we can do this on our own. Well, yeah, Texas did try to um, leave America at one point and become its own nation. I think they did with uh, Governor Perry, too, right? Rick Perry tried to do that? Did he? I don't know if they... I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Rick Perry's a simpleton, so... Let's uh, leave him where he's at. Texas, where we're from. Yeah, I love my state. We do. But that's an unfortunate fact to know about our state. Uh, So, now, uh, the reason I brought this up, again, Juneteenth seems to be rising in popularity as a holiday. And this year, for the first time ever, the NBA uh, marked Juneteenth as a paid holiday for their black employees, players, staff, and other such things. So I think that's pretty cool. Juneteenth was a paid holiday for NBA employees for the first time in league history. That is cool. On Friday, multiple teams also afforded employees the day off in recognition of the commemoration of the end of slavery in the U.S. dating back to June 19th, 1865. Um, multiple teams were among the teams planning, uh, we'll say the Warriors, the Hawks, the Knicks and the Kings were among the teams planning to recognize Juneteenth formally in their own communities. The NFL also made Juneteenth a league holiday for employees and several of their teams followed suit. I think this is um, a good thing because I think it is, um, I think it's important to remember that piece of our history as a nation. Uh, we shouldn't forget that that's a part of America's fabric. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. I think it's, you know, again, it's just important to acknowledge that that occurred here in this country and that we need to actively do things to make sure nothing even close to resembling like that happens again. And I think remembering it is a piece of accomplishing that. Did you ever see a Vendetta? V for Vendetta? Yes. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Mm-hmm. That's what it uh, reminds me of is just that whole. Germany has a very similar thing around the Holocaust and Hitler and all that kind of stuff. They actively uh, remember it and uh, they discuss it, which I think is a, a good thing. Again, I think knowing that your nation and, and you yourself has uh, at least a foot in some pretty dark shit. I think it puts humanity in a different frame, right? That humans are capable of some pretty evil, awful shit. If you were going to have a slave, who would you have? (laughs) If I could have any? If you could have any, and you can just build on race or gender. You don't have to give a specific person, but if you were going to build yourself your own person, what would they be? Well... As Patrice O'Neill said, when Obama became president, I thought it was Vengeance Day. <laughs> he did? I was like, I'm going to have a white slave tonight. <laughs> I'm going to have a white slave by next week. <laughs> hey, Brad. <laughs> you picked a white name. Hey, Brad. Uh, Guess what? 
You know, Susan's warming my bed up, huh? <laughs> um, bread. Hmm. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill said, "Yeah, I'd just go down and look Brad in the face and and decide if I want to sell him or not." <laughs> oh my God! Shut up, Brad. That's right. We run things now. <laughs> uh, I would uh, elect to not have. If I could have. I would probably, if I had any option, a robot, certainly. Ugh, that's creepy. I'd have a robot doing everything for me. Really? That I think we're Some not... Some of an AI robot. I think eventually you're going to have a robot doing most things. Most of the menial tasks that doesn't require a lot of brain power. Groceries. Getting gas. I'd have... Well, the cars are going to be driving themselves. It's an animal so. that walks on their hind legs. Kangaroo. Like <laughs> just bouncing around. Can you imagine a miniature kangaroo answering somebody's door? Um, I mean, <laughs> kangaroos don't get the credit for how badass they are. <laughs> yeah, they fight. Yeah. They literally have like, they gather around in a circle and have two, a fight club? And two males. It's like fight club. Kangaroos don't get the credit they deserve for being gangsters. That's, that's what I'd want. We went off on quite the tangent. I so loved let's, it. Let's go on. All right. So, okay, Tyler. Yes. Did you know that Fabletics is now partnering with plus size models? Yes. Oh, okay. You did because I told you. <laughs> <laughs> because we talked about it before we started yeah. recording. Okay. Do you know uh, the average size of a plus size model or what is considered to be a plus size model? 300 up. <laughs> no, it's not done by weight. It's done oh. by clothing size. Ah. So I'm a size 2-4. Two, 2-4. Four. Two, four. In clothes. Like I wear a size 2 or 4. Uh, what size do you wear? Do you know? In, what size jeans do you wear? 29, 29, 30. No, you gotta be like a. They gotta be loose on your waist and tight on your butt. Well, the way men's waist measurements are uh, done intentionally flattering, right? Like, they don't. Like, my actual waist, as you know, is 23 inches. (laughs) (laughs) My actual waist is 27 inches. Uh, So, but 29 jeans fit me because they're not. They don't measure the actual waist. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, so the average size, or to kind of be able to qualify as a plus-size woman, how I'm understanding it, mm-hmm. is a size 14 and up. Okay. The average mm. weight Here's... of a 14... I'm talking oh, of a 14-size woman, and this is not saying that anybody who fits into a size 14 is this weight. Mm-hmm. It's the average is about 200-plus pounds. Okay. And then uh, one of the most famous models, plus-size models of all time, named Ashley Graham, mm-hmm. has been rumored, nothing by her has said it, but in a couple of articles saying to be around 200 pounds. Okay. So, Fabletics. If you don't know Fabletics, it's a great brand. Um, I know Jules is a big, one of my friends, big fan of them. But they just probably partnered with somebody who I would guesstimate at the height and weight of this young woman. I'm not going to say her name. Is how, what would you think her weight would be? Probably average height, maybe. F- so that's my height, 5'4 five, to 5'5. Five, five. She's yeah. got to be taller than that to be a model. So about 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, if she's 5'8, five, 5'9, five, probably what, 450? I would guesstimate ish, that. Something like that. Yes, has been partnered. And my current event is I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering because I. Uh, I don't even know how to go into it. Well, I I think the Fabletics is a is an athletics brand, 
it's in the name lytics right um and it's a health and fitness clothing brand right mm-hmm. so i think the question is or the the interesting thing about it is them partnering with someone who is um not a healthy body fat percentage correct so i've written about this topic before I can't about wait to hear what you've written yeah it's uh, about you know like fat shaming and stuff like that and my overall point that i would like to make on this is that we can be nice and real at the same time it those two things don't necessarily mean yeah it's not american we, idol trials right guys fucking chill right like being at higher body fat percentages is absolutely based on all the available research it is not good for your long-term health your cancer risk high blood pressure heart disease diabetes stroke all the things increase your hormone production decreases to a level that makes uh, reproduction extremely difficult um the amount of health issues that come with being overweight are numerous and they are real based on all the science the argument that i've seen made in response is well they're active they work out yeah yeah right? yeah yes so that means that they can be just as healthy as a skinny person to which i would say no they can be healthier than they would have been if they weren't being active yeah it's not black or white it's not this or that it everything in fitness is usually a matter of degrees there's levels right so you can be more healthy if you're an overweight person who is active um, you will be even healthier if you are a healthy body body fat percentage and also active I agree and I like hearing that because um, an interview came out from Cheryl Teagues who is a 60 year, 68 year old former swimsuit edition cover model she made some pretty they used the word loaded comments in an interview with E about Ashley Graham's weight this was when Ashley Graham was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, look at that picture. Mm-hmm. Just stunning. She, I think Ashley Graham is... She's gorgeous. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> and so uh, Cheryl Teague says, I don't like that we're talking about full-figured women because it's glamorizing them because of their waist circumference being at an unhealthy diameter. Of 35 inches or lower is what Dr. Oz in a separate interview on this issue was, talk- was talking about. He's like... It's not, they're gorgeous. I'm not saying anything like that, but they're the health relationship with circumference to their waist diameter is questionable of some of these women. Yeah, they, they, I think she's making like the conceptual space argument or the get, you're giving it a platform argument, right? Like they're glamorizing, they are making this look cool and sexy and fun and all that kind of stuff. Which I I get that argument. Um, I don't know if it is any of the, like, um, what's her name? Ashley Graham. I don't know if it's her responsibility to not glamorize. Yeah. Right? That's good, Ty. I don't know if that's her problem. It might be. I'm sure there's a good argument that could be made that it is. 
but I don't, I'm torn on it. The whole, you know, don't give it a platform or else it'll, um, but I can say the, the other woman that we looked at who was overweight, um, probably again in the 400s, uh, she, there's no way, no way that she is eating a healthy diet. The amount of food she would have to consume in a day in order to get to the probably four, 4,500 calories that she would need to consume daily to stay that weight or gain more weight, as we already talked about. You know of particular instances where uh, plus-size models are actively eating poorly mm-hmm. fast food because it is to packed with it. calories so they can stay at a higher weight and a higher body fat percentage because mm-hmm. it's become their livelihood. I will never knock, you know, well, let me not say never. Nine times out of ten, I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle. You don't. I've never heard you. You know, I just, I, uh, I'm i the son of a drug dealer, so I can't, in good <laughs> conscience, knock somebody else's hustler, hustle, but it's... Hey, my father was a gangster. So he says, this article says, even when you see disease among heavier people, it's because of other variables as well correlated with heavier weight, not just the weight itself, which is something that Mm -hmm. I think I need to educate myself and know. Um, For example, there's a strong correlation between weight and poverty Mm -hmm. and a strong correlation between poverty and poor health. Mm -hmm. I love how they put that. I am, did you ever, have you ever had an overweight, uh, like extremely overweight relative oh most of my relatives <laughs> it's most of mine in from texas louisiana and mm-hmm. i i have my dad's mom i probably don't have a single memory of her being able to walk because of how heavy she was that's another consideration that often doesn't get made as we talk about the health issues right mm-hmm. the diabetes all that kind of stuff but what doesn't get brought up is the human joints are not built to be able to um, handle that kind of a load day after day. And I have older relatives who have been overweight my whole life, and a lot of them in their 50s are having trouble with basic menial tasks. Yeah. Going to the restroom. If you, yeah. Yeah. When you're in your 50s and you're having trouble going to the restroom, that's not good (laughs) or normal. (laughs) Good. I think I just wanted to talk about it with you because I wanted to understand either judgments that are going on in my brain where I'm like, wait, why is it the it's swung so hard over here? And I I don't want her or any of anybody to feel bad, but I also don't want it's when education or misinformation is happening. Yeah. I'm like, no, but you still got to be aware. People, somebody's got to be telling you, hey. In 10 years, this is going to hurt. This is not going to be good in 10 years. Uh, I think, yeah, I think the pendulum just swung really hard the opposite direction. Um, I agree with you. I don't want anybody to feel bad because they're overweight. Yeah. I, I don't think you should feel bad. Um, but I do think that you should start exercising and you should start eating well also. Uh, I think you will have a higher... Um, quality of life later if you do that. Agreed. But it's up to you. 
It's your problem. Honestly. It is. It's all of our problems. I don't want people feeling like they need to be this big either on the other end of the spectrum. You know, I did like, that for a lot of years. Did uh, you ever do that? No. Yeah. No, not I've always been the little guy my whole life, so my thing has always been gaining weight. You know, I think I had a split second where I was like wanting that skinny life, but I think I've always been pretty happy with my uh I don't remember that's not an issue of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I both you and I uh probably got lucky on that. We had other issues. Trust Plen- us. Plenty. All right. Frequently asked questions. Yeah. I'm asking Tyler first. We get this one a lot. I get this one a lot, especially with online clients where I don't get a lot of time to inform them or educate them. How do I lose blank amount of pounds? So X pounds and Y amount of time. My overall answer is wait. there's you can't do that. No. <laughs> That's what you say. No. And, and wag my finger yeah. really hard in their face. Uh you can't lose X amount of pounds in Y amount of time. Uh, there's you have, no equation. There's no this. hard equation. Again, the closest you can get to an equation requires far more math than the average person is capable of doing. Yeah. The amount Some of variables. hunting math. Yeah. The amount of variables at play. Uh, thermic effect of food is one. The healthier a diet the more calories you burn metabolizing said food, your amount of labor you do each day, if you work construction or if you work at a desk, that has an impact. Your amount of sleep, your work so stress, much. hormones, all, water consumption, salt, sugar, uh, fats, and the kind of fat. And this is over time, like a long period day of time. Day in, day out for years. All that stuff intermingles. It's all connected it all matters. Uh, so the overall answer is you can't lose a specific amount of weight in a specific amount of time. Oh, I want to um, make a meme. I want to make a meme that's like that question and then a board of that looks like this stupid Albert Einstein equation. Yeah, the, you the know, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go, this is this is this how is, you do it. That's how you would find <laughs> that out. That's the only. And again, like there's no. As of right now, I have a seven-step mathematical process to calculate how many calories a person should consume every day. That's just calories? That's just for the calories and, and macros. But, yeah. So, uh-huh. you can all you can do is, again, measure progress week in, week out. Just try to make sure that you're moving in the direction that you want to move. I also will attest to any trainer out there, somebody that's been with the trainer for the first probably three years, maybe longer of my career. I thought that this was possible. Mm-hmm. And because you got either by your the minimal education, um, some form of mentor or your first few clients that received that kind of result, mm-hmm. you just ended up saying, oh, we could probably lose this much weight in this amount of time. 15 pounds. And now I know like other stuff you've said, if a trainer tells you this... Yeah. You please get your things, stand up and walk out. Yeah. Even if it was cricket seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh not that simple. It's not. All right. I'll next. I'll ask you now. Oh yeah, okay. How do you define success in health and fitness? Oh, like for my own health and fitness. Yeah. You know, I think um Ooh. Feels like there's so many answers. 
How do I define? I think it's just how I feel physically, what I can get done. But I'm also learning I don't want to work 60 hours a week anymore. Okay. So that I won't put that into there. Um, I haven't been sick in probably almost two years. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Especially when people around me have a good immune system. Um, my bones and joints are great. I can still perform workouts that I want to, lifts and everything else. I don't know. Help me out, Ty. This is a hard one. Uh, for me, it's strength. Yes, that's true. That is. That's the main. Like others, like I don't really focus on. No, you care about how you look. I do care about how I look. Um, it's not my focus though around my training my Mm -hmm. training is like I'm always trying to optimize based on new research that I found so yeah I measure I measure success by if I was able to do one more rep this time than last time or five more pounds this time than last time so on and so forth I like that I'm just usually just trying to get a tiny bit better I'm competing with myself each time I'm so, trying to beat me from three days ago. And that's success if you're more like for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine is how I feel. And if I'm able to operate at a high level in the rest of everything in my life mm-hmm. is where I feel great. Okay. I fuck with it. Okay. I'm going to ask you the next one. All right. How unusual is it for a trainer to touch a client at the gym? I All don't right. know if I've ever seen you touch a client, by the way. I do. I really? certainly do. I, you know, like on the bench press, dumbbell bench press, I'll grab a person by the wrist and helped them on the first rep. I touch people everywhere. So that's an interesting distinction that I made. So I wrote about this. I was asked this question online and how many views did it get? How many did I say? 700, 700,000, or something like that. It was, uh, not even close. 176,000. <laughs> you sure you haven't been drinking? We added uh, a lot. That's still a lot. So uh, the initial question was how unusual is it for a personal trainer to touch a client at the gym? What are the rules, standards, or expectations? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not unusual at all. It's extremely common, in fact. But there are, un- unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, there aren't any hard rules on this, mm-hmm. right? So obviously the rules are going to be different for dudes and ladies. Yeah. Or if it's a, a, a female trainer training a male or vice versa, a male tra- trainer yeah, training a female. touch my male clients as much. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because it's, you know, you don't want, even if you're not consciously thinking of it in the back of your yeah. mind, you don't want something to be. Con- misconstrued as, as. Yeah, I don't want an know. accidental dick slap yeah, either. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, so you stay away from like areas that you know you're not supposed to touch, of course. But even with that, there's like I've seen female trainers slap a, a female client on the butt, like good good set no. stuff like that. Um, uh, I've like you use the term uh, babe a lot with uh, people. Yeah, I do. Yeah, nobody notices it when you do it. But if I said that, <laughs> it'll probably people would notice. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not unusual at all. There aren't any hard rules, but you just kind of just don't be stupid, pretty much. And it always it's okay to ask permission. Like one of our colleagues is really great at saying, 
can I show you where this these muscles are? Mm -hmm. Can I I want you to squeeze here? Yeah. Right. And uh, there's certain ways, not palms, fingertips yeah. type of a thing. Sometimes that's the only way to get somebody to move well is to physically that's how touch I them learned how to do it like you know you touch your mm -hmm. touch your glutes when you're like oh this muscle this mm -hmm. muscle mm -hmm. absolutely Ugh, I didn't know I call people babe that often it's not I don't know if you do it like every day maybe every other day ever tell you about the time where those that old man's testicles fell on me <laughs> <laughs> legit where I was stretching him out, and he's one of my first clients, and you know, he's laying down, and you're the trainer, and you're like in that lunge position, stretching the hamstring. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his balls fell out of his shorts. His long up, 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 balls up. fell out of his shorts. No, None of those slider under undies that you, you guys wear. It was like wind shorts, and probably just that netting, and came out. I'm sure he had to have felt it touch my calf right there. Oh my god, it touched your leg. And I didn't even say anything. Ew. He didn't say anything. I didn't jolt. I just went Fuck that. More I, frozen and then saw him the next I'd Friday. Been like, uh <laughs> excuse me, sir. Your balls are on my leg. I'd have said it loud. Can y'all y'all can feel that, right? Like if you're Of drunk. course. <laughs> of course he felt that. Of course. <laughs> Uh, he was in his 70s. It's okay. Man, <laughs> fuck that. Thank God I didn't have to do 24-hour fitness. Thank <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> I had a guy one time. Uh, he was, I had a lot of terrible experiences. They've got like 50 between her, <laughs> Chris, Carlos, uh, and Jules. They've got, I mean, people died in that damn 24-hour fitness. Somebody <laughs> drowned. Uh, he was drunk. He was drunk. And drowned. He had, when we looked through his stuff, too, when we emptied the locker that he was in, there were four different IDs. What? Different names. It was what? so freaky. I'm not joking. What the fuck? And this was the guy Y'all sure like, he didn't get, uh, somebody didn't drown his ass? Right? Oh, my God. You sure that wasn't a mob hit? He was, mm -hmm. I don't remember his race, so if I could do some racial profiling right now. <laughs> but I remember... The pool, like, this is the front desk, and me and uh, my friend were here just at the front desk, mm -hmm. hanging out, uh, checking people in, and then the pool is right here, and it's elevated up, and people would be right there, but all of a sudden, you just saw a, bo a body floating, and Tanaz goes, code blue, you know, you call code blue, front desk calls 911, and she and I went in there, and she, she was amazing, drug him out of the pool, a grown man. You have to take his clothes off, put them on dry stuff so you can get the AED. She performed CPR for 10 minutes. Wow. 10 minutes on this guy that she didn't know, this half-naked man who was drunk. Oh, my God. it was That place is unreal. The other guy that I saw was like, um, he came in there often. He was a very sweet 45 to 50. I remember his age was young, and he had a heart attack. But what happened was he came to the front desk after a workout, and he was like, I don't feel good. I was like, okay, you want to sit down? And he goes, I'm just going to stay here for a second. And he leaned on the front desk, and then all of a sudden I saw him urinating on himself. And then he just fell and was seizing out oh, with stuff. God, and I, yeah. I remember I was so shocked. I didn't call Code Blue. I just sat there looking at him, and my partner at the front desk called Code Blue, had to shave his chest. They put AED because it's – takes so long, and Los Angeles has quick timing, but 10 to 15 minutes for an ambulance to even get inside. 
There Damn was it. a third one too. A third one was somebody was walking down the stairs on their phone, slipped, rolled, broke their neck. What the f- right? I can't believe I saw these things. What Ty. was he doing on his phone? It was like a metal staircase, like a typical uh-huh. two-story uh-huh. level gym. They were just like you know here. If he slipped and broke his neck while playing like Candy Crush or something, that's <laughs> sad. God damn, what a rough way to Chris go. Chris has pulled so many men out of bathrooms having sex. So many men. Yeah. <laughs> so many men. He's like, you guys called police on them. I've had a guy walk up to the front, a homeless guy walk up to the front, uh, glass doors, not a member, and take his pants down and start masturbating. <laughs> Man. I need to write these down. Yeah, for real. I need real. to write them down. I've had terrible experiences with many celebrities. If I caught somebody like in the restroom having sex, what would I do? In the sauna. In the sauna. In the sauna. Ugh. Steam rooms and sauna of those gyms are known for people having sex in certain areas. You go in WeHo, absolutely. The sauna? Just a bunch of sweaty, wet mess happening everywhere. Just just busting nuts all over. Oh my God. And men's body hair. It's just gross. You don't smell good after you come out of the sauna, so I would imagine that that sauna just smelled Uh rough. It was... (laughs) A nightmare. Uh, that place, I... I don't think I would want to have ugh. sex in a... I wouldn't want to have sex in a sauna. Definitely not. The bacteria yeah. that can be in a moist area like that. <laughs> I know, I used the word. I loved that topic. That was uh, great. We got... That was off of an tangent. <laughs> yeah, that was There's quite the tangent. actual topic. We ended up talking about fucking in saunas. Okay, from- Tyler... Okay. What are your physical, like, in the gym performance strengths? What do you do well? Movements, lifts? I think probably my best moves are my squats and my chin-ups. Okay, squats and chin-ups. Um, Not deadlifts? I never really deadlift anymore just because it, it just got, uh, my. I started having, like, hip issues. If I squat and deadlift heavy. You should do some yoga. Oh, oh, or acupuncture helps. <laughs> I started getting like hit. So it's just like I had to go easy on uh, the weights a little bit with my leg train. But anyway, my mm-hmm. squat, I, I did get my 405 squat high bar at 155 to 160 pounds. Wow. So I don't know what I can chin up for one rep anymore. I think I've gotten as high as one, one ten. Wow. What is that total though? Like with your weight, that's what you should do. So that'd be like, yeah, that'd be like two, a two hundred seventy pound chin up. That's awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What's like your weakest? All of your. Tell me, just do me do double the amount of weaknesses that you did. (laughs) Um, I'm not good at. uh, I could help you. Fucker. I'm not good at footwork stuff. Yeah. I'm definitely not good at that stuff. You should see him jump rope, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck you. You've gotten better. I have gotten better. Uh, footwork stuff, I'd say, is my biggest weakness. I can jump decent. Um, yes, you can. What else? What else? I don't know. We haven't played any sports together. You could take me on a basketball court. Absolutely. Anything else I think I could just I would, rip you out. I would 
I dunk on batting you. cages. I think I can maybe dunk. Soccer. I could touch the rim. What about swimming? I can swim. We have got I think to I'd start probably, doing this stuff. <laughs> I think I would probably not fare well in a race, but Let's I try can. Got to do all this stuff. I can keep myself from drowning. I'll put that. I'll put it like that. Volleyball. I could get you in all these. You probably get me in volleyball. Yeah. We're gonna definitely baseball this. or softball. You get me. We got to do some bits where it's like Tyler doing yoga, acupuncture, and then giving your feedback mm. after doing it. It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We should go to Brian. My new ac- my new acupuncture homie. I thought it was Brad. It's not Brad. You called him Brad. Yes, I called him Brad multiple times. It's racist. <laughs> your name's Brad, right? It's either Brad, Chad, or Thad. Uh, Which one? <laughs> All right, let's myth bust. Ty, women need different exercises than men. Untrue. The human musculature is it's the same. Okay. Biceps flex the elbow, regardless of if those biceps are on a male or a female. Same thing with the rest of the muscles that we train. Quads, hams, calves, glutes, erector spinae, bice, tries, all three heads of the deltoid. They all have the same biomechanics. They all, <gasps> yes. So, so women don't need different exercises than men. Now, there are usually different goals that women have uh, than men. So from that perspective, you would select different exercises. Usually uh, men want a bigger upper body. Usually women want to quote-unquote tone, 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 sculpt their lower body. Um, So usually in gyms you see guys doing a lot of bench press and you see uh, women when they're lifting (laughs) weights doing a lot of hip thrusts and squats and stuff. (laughs) So, again, like, they don't need different exercises. The squat will pretty much take care of most of your lower body needs. God, I wish I would have known 10 years ago what I know now. Don't, yeah, I know, right? Man, I Think do. about when I'm 35. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What are you doing? Oh, my God. This is so funny. Y'all know, man, when I'm 35, it ain't going to be good, man. Me right. and Mrs. Thomas going to have about seven kids by then. Seven kids? We're going to have 70, 11 kids. 70, 11. We're going to have 11 kids. We're going to just keep popping them out. because I'm going to keep their hands off each other. Yeah, we're going to be walking around. That's what's happening at 35? And our draws all the time, I'm going to be like, ooh, girl. God, I can't. Get over here. All the married people out there, can y'all just... Have some patience with a young one while they dream. <laughs> while they dream of, while they dream about still having sex after. May, yeah. Yeah. Walking around with their clothes off. I don't. I feel like I'm gonna have an active sex life with my wife. Or, I have no doubt that that is capable, and I am living more than some of my other married friends in that realm. It's just like. I remember before we got engaged, I was like, let's get, oh, this is my thing. Let's get a stripper pole in the bedroom. I bet I'd use that forever. Let's get a stripper pole. I wanted that in the first house that we ever lived in. And now I'm like, God, I'm so fucking tired. Why would I ever think of doing that in the bedroom? Oh, my God. You would have been the worst stripper. You would have been a terrible stripper. Everybody has seen Cricket dance before. 
Yeah, but oh my God. people don't care, do they? They just got to look at somebody naked. They're, I do a cocktail serving thing. You need to be able to move your, you know, move your hips, do some little move tricks. Move my on, hips. You could probably. I could do my neck. That's not. Um, do that's, some stripping. Get the shoulder work. <laughs> Shoulders are underused in strip clubs. Uh, Shoulders are underused. They are certainly not underused. Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, see? You see? As Mr. Hodges, uh, Cricket's <laughs> husband, says, that's the abstinence <laughs> dance. <laughs> that's what you do when you don't want to have sex. <laughs> when you don't want to get laid, copy Cricket's dance yeah. moves. Use those shoulders. If you want to be safe, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit, all you got to do is copy <laughs> Cricket's dance moves. You'll never fornicate again. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so bad. Well, so women don't need different exercises, but me and Jane would need some different exercises for sure. Definitely, <laughs> the yes. The biomechanics. Right? The biomechanics are certainly same. different because you're different species. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Oh, this was good, Ty. I think so. Solid tight 41. Yes, sir. We're jocks at heart. Bench warmers in reality. We'll see you next week.